It's the most dramatic Bachelor podcast ever. The Christy Cast, Bachelor style. It's another edition of the Christy Cast Bachelor Style Podcast. With me today, another super fan, my special guest, Ginger. Thank you so much for being on today. Sure, thanks for having me, Christy. So this is fun, right? We're on episode two of The uh, Bachelor, the new season starring Matt James. And like I do with everybody, especially with a new season, I got to get your opinion on The Actual Bachelor. What do you think of Matt so far? I think he's doing a good job so far. Um, I think they're definitely doing um, a Colton, you know, let's see how many times. Get him shirtless in the water, in the shower, in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, um, we've but, uh, we've already had quite a bit of that, and it's only episode two. What? But in general, I mean, for not being on the show before, I think he's doing a pretty good job. I think you know he's he's a solid guy. I, I like that word "solid" to describe him. I, I like your word there. Well, the episode starts out basically. Let's go right to the first one-on-one date, Bree. Now. She was the one in the podcast last week we were talking about. She was the first one out of the limo. She wore that beautiful green dress, like a really pretty yeah. colored green dress. On the, the podcast last week, we were making just, you know, kind of off the cuff predictions after episode one. And she was one of my like top three or four. What do you think of Brie? I agree. I think she's definitely going to be in, in the top, possibly three. So, so you think she'll she'll end up getting a hometown date yeah, at the end of this thing? Yeah, I think she'll be think she'll be around for a while. Their date. What did you think of the whole riding the ATVs, getting muddy? Like you mentioned, he took off his shirt, you know, chopped some wood. Yeah, the chopping the wood was a little bit over the top, cheesy, but um, <laughs> yeah, their, their date was fun. I, I got to give him credit. I feel like this um, venue, for lack of a better word, is better than where Claire and Tasha were because I feel like that was way too small, so they really had to reach for date. I like that they can do a little bit more this season. That is an excellent point because they had to kind of do some makeshift dates for The Bachelorette during the global pandemic. How they're even putting on these shows is is pretty crazy. Um, and for our entertainment, you know, I'm glad I'm glad they're able to do it and do it safely. But uh, you're so right. Wow, what a backdrop it is to have. I yeah. mean, they're just in this gorgeous place. So Yeah, so it is nice that they can do almost normal bachelor type you know, over the top date. <laughs> and for them to have the hot tub. So, uh, you know, oh, Matt. We'll have a hot tub, we'll travel. It wouldn't be a season of The Bachelor and Bachelorette <laughs> without a hot tub. Come on. Absolutely. We got to see Bree and Matt kiss a little bit in that hot tub. What do you think initially about, like, just their, their chemistry together? I think they're pretty good. I think um, they have a lot going on, and you know, already for being so early. They, you know, I think the physical chem- chemistry is definitely there. It's so funny yeah. to see all these girls with him since he's six five. I mean, he towers oh over. So tall. <laughs> He does. And they know they have the big heels on, too. So he's towering over all of them. So then we go to the group date. And uh, these 18 girls, so a big, big group date, 18 girls, they get to pick out wedding dresses and take pictures with Matt. It Wasn't it funny, Ginger, how, how the guy was like, okay, you guys have 10 minutes to go pick out your dress and get ready. <laughs> 10 minutes! What? <laughs> 10 minutes to find a dress up is perfect. Because, you know, as women, we know that happens. They go into that room and there's just all the racks of the wedding dresses. I mean, I'm surprised there wasn't more drama just in that room picking out the dresses. Oh, I agree. I feel like maybe they must have cut some of that out. I know. 
So not all the girls got to take pictures with Matt um, in these beautiful like wedding dresses and, and wedding pictures with him, quote unquote. But did any stand out to you? Did What did you think of that whole segment? No one really stood out to me in that. I feel like it was it was that was a very quick beginning of it. They kind of glossed over a lot of that. Uh, I was the one when the one girl kissed him. I was like, now they all going to kiss him because that feel almost rule with that one. The right. first one I'd be like. Do we get a timeout and then, you know, can we go maybe use some mouthwash try this again for the next one. I don't know. You know, you are not the first person that I've had on the podcast that has brought that up. Like, do they brush teeth or mouthwash in between the kisses? What is the deal? Because it is a little odd for 18 women to stand there and he just goes from kissing one to the other to the other. Yeah, especially during a pandemic. But even without a pandemic, it's sort of like, that's just, yeah, not... Not what I'd want to be standing around watching, I guess. But um, but Victoria, what do you think about Queen Victoria? Because oh, she she got some I, kisses in. Yeah, I feel like he was very uncomfortable. Uh, I feel like he was put on the spot with her kiss. and was just like, okay, I don't want to embarrass her. So I'm just going to go with it. I, yeah, I don't see anything there at all. So then, you know, all these girls are waiting for their turn to take pictures with him. And, of course, Chris Harrison shows up. And Chris Harrison says, basically, okay, we're going to stop the picture taking and gave a little bit of a speech about how um, marriage is really hard, that it's not always good times, that you have to fight for your man. They, he has to fight for you. Uh, you have to fight for the marriage. He kept using the word fight and uh, turned the group date into literally like a paintball fight in their beautiful wedding dresses. I'm really hoping that those were, you know, already damaged dresses because that just seems like a, a waste of <laughs> You know, Ginger, well, a good dress. I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, they could donate those dresses to people. Like, I, you know, I know that it's a TV show and that it's all in fun yeah. and everything, but. I have to remind myself that every few minutes on this show. Like, it's a TV show. Stop <laughs> taking it so seriously. I didn't understand. I was like, is this, is this paintball? Is it capture the flag? What What is really happening? Are we just running around and trying to beat each other up? You know, I was reading an article today about that and that um, kind of a recap and the date came up. And whoever was writing this article was like, um, did we just watch like a, a Hunger Games type of, you know, episode of The Bachelor? Like it was just so they divide the girls into the two teams. They go at it and um, the red team ends up winning. So now we fast forward to, you know, basically they all get cleaned up and they get to to mingle and everything before the rose ceremony. Lauren and Matt. Now, do you remember Lauren? She uh, is the one that bonded with him on religion, saying that she is yeah. a Christian. It's really important to her. What do you think about Lauren and, and Matt together? I like them together. I think that for, you know, for them both being Christian, uh, I think that's a, a very important thing that you need to talk about. Because um, I don't know if you saw, I'm sure you did, on Tisha's season, that's why... Yeah, on his name ended up leaving because he was not a Christian and she was looking for a Christian. And because I think it was Ivan that Tasha ended up had... letting go and they hadn't had those conversations till it was like hometown dates. And this is finally coming up. And so Lauren and Matt have this discussion, bond on religion, and she gets the group date rose. Now, Sarah is the one that got the second one on one date. Sarah, yeah. do you, Ginger, have you ever seen the show Vanderpump Rules? 
a reality show? I see. I watch a lot of stuff on Bravo, so I've seen her. You're talking, <laughs> I, I've, I've listened to your other podcast, so I did. I do. I did hear your comparison to oh, Stassi. To Stassi. Yeah. Now Stassi's yeah. no longer part of Vanderpump Rules anymore, but she was for many, many seasons. And I just think they look so much alike. It's it's just they a do. little uncanny when I see Sarah that I just think of Stassi. But so Stassi gets the second one-on-one date, the uh, you know the airplane ride and and romance, but she seems to be holding back a little bit until dinner. At dinner, she yeah. opens up about her father having ALS and how she she's a broadcast journalist, um, basically took time off of her career to go home to help him to be with the family. What do you think about Stassi? Or did I just say Stassi? Oh, really did I just say Stassi or Sarah? Oh, my God. See? <laughs> wow. What do you think of Sarah? I think they had the same chemistry that you had with some, some of the other women just yet. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like her telling him about that early, though, I feel like it's good for him to know that because I feel like if he's not feeling her, he shouldn't drag her along. Like, I think as soon as he knows that it's not going to work out, he should let her go because she's got all this stuff going on at home that she needs to deal with. Another really excellent point. He needs to cut her loose sooner than later, and, and she needs to go be with her dad. And, and her yeah, family. And I think he will. I think he's a stand-up guy, and he'll be like, you know what? I, and that, I feel like that will be the speech that he gives. Like, I, you know, I know this isn't, I have stronger feelings for other people. I know what's going on with you, and I feel like for you, maybe it's better for you to go be with your family. Well, before we get to the weird ending that actually involves Sarah, we got to touch on the Queen Victoria and, and Marilyn roommate situation. Victoria is a child, is what, really what I feel. Um, I <laughs> She's definitely not there for love. She's there to get her Instagram followers and, you know, her sponsorships. Yeah. <laughs> In all honesty, she's just there to create drama. She's, you know, was there. She's there to play the victim. Yeah, I'm, I'm over her already, but I'm sure they'll keep her around for quite some time. <laughs> you know, we need to for entertainment value. Again, it's a TV show and they have to keep the numbers up. She set the stage immediately coming in on the, um, the on the throne, basically, and with her tiara and everything and claiming herself as the queen. Yes, it's very forced. Very forced. And well, like when she was fishing for compliments when, when they were when they were talking after the uh, after the group date. Yes. She was like, you know, if somebody will say I'm sad or whatever. And she was totally to be like, oh, no, you're not. You're beautiful. And he just kind of looked at her like. Yeah, I think he's I think you're right. I think she'll end up staying around only for that reason. So the ending. So they're in the middle of the rose ceremony. He gives out, I think it was maybe six, seven roses. And then Sarah says she doesn't feel well. She feels really dizzy. She's starting to see stars or something. They take her into another room. He goes to see what's going on. I didn't anticipate that at all. No, no, that's, that was definitely a different rose ceremony. We were left with a dot, 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 I guess, for <laughs> for next week. But um, do you think he'll keep Sarah? Do you think he'll keep Victoria? Do you have your favorites? Um, as far as favorite, I, I also kind of wonder if he just ends up canceling the, the rest of the, the rose ceremony and just says, you know what, let's just keep going. <laughs> you know, another little bachelor twist. True. That that could happen for sure. I like Abigail. I know she got the first impression rose last week. I think they have. I think they were very cute together the first night. There's a few others that I like. I don't know how far they'll get. Um, the Chelsea, I think she's the model, and Rachel. We didn't talk about Rachel. Uh, oh was, yeah, Rachel. I like her. She didn't get a lot of screen time last night, but I'm I'm, I'm excited to see where that what path that takes. 
I like her a lot, and she, wow, she's a knockout. She's really, really pretty yeah. girl, and she seems like she's really in it, you know, with, with genuine feelings for him already. So even though it's so early, episode two, it's crazy, right? I know. The way they're talking, you're, you're like, wait, this is only episode two, and we're already deceit to it. Ginger, you're fantastic. This was so great talking with you. I really appreciate your comments and your your opinions and um, we'll have to see what happens. I'd love to have you back yes, on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to come back on. And you know, you could be on the podcast too. Just email me, Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y at mymagic949.com anytime or I'm on weekdays 10 to 3. Uh, you can call me here at the radio station 800-850-0949 and we could talk all things Bachelor. Thank you so much for listening.